Welcome to the 27th episode of Renewed Talk. The topic tonight is the mind of an artist. But before we dive on in and learn a little bit about it, we're going to listen to some music from Doobie Powell. Song is called Optimistic. Check it out if you haven't heard it. Heard it. And then stay right here and hear our discussion, the mind of an artist. All right. Yeah. I'm 
That's right, I'm optimistic, my future is bright, I walk by faith and not by sight. All right, it's Elaine Janelle here and we're diving more into the mind of an artist. That's our topic tonight. So I just want to share a little bit of scripture that relates to it, coming from Exodus 31. And the scripture is, I have filled him with the spirit of God, giving him great wisdom, ability, and expertise in all kinds of crafts. He is a master craftsman, expert in working with gold, silver, and bronze. He is skilled in engraving and mounting gemstones and in carving wood. He is a master at every craft. And this scripture is specifically talking about someone who was chosen by God. His name is Bezael, and he is the grandson of her, a part of the tribe of Judah. And so the reason why I wanted to share this scripture is I believe that people are chosen, that God anoints people specifically for their art, specifically for their talent. And I don't think we should do anything by taking away from that. A lot of times that people think it's just a part of them, they think it's just innate, and that they're just born with some of these gifts. Some people are. But the truth of the matter is God chooses us one by one, name by name, for the creativity that we have inside of us. And our talent and our gifts should be used ultimately, of course, to bless God, but also to bless others, to encourage others, to lift up others. So, since we're talking about creative souls, I'm interviewing I'm interviewing the one and only Miss Shanice Dalton, a.k.a. Pretty Slim. If you're looking for her on Instagram, that's her name. And she is coming with some art. She's going to share some things. If you uh, are listening by uh, SoundCloud or through iTunes and you want to see some of her art, check out my YouTube Yep, my YouTube page is Renew Talk with Elaine Janelle. Just go to YouTube, type in Renew Talk with Elaine Janelle, and you'll actually see our conversation. And she shows some of her art there if you want to see it. And so, this interview, she shares her brand. Her brand is called Her Unveiled. And she talks about her testimony, the purpose of her brand, why she is the way she is, and just even the mind of how she thinks based upon the things that she's been through and how she's growing as a person. And I think that's one thing that's great about art. Our art always reflects us as who we are and as a person and also reflects our growth. So stay right here and listen to our great interview with Miss Shanice Dalton. All right, it's Elaine Janelle. Don't forget to follow us. Renew Talk is the name. And you can find me on YouTube, find me on iTunes, and you can find me on Instagram. All right, y'all? My mind, my soul, my praise. Hallelujah. Shanice is here, and she can tell you a little bit about herself. Go ahead, Shanice. Tell people who you are, where you're from. Uh, my name is Shanice Dalton. I'm an artist <laughs> from West Philly. Um... I'm 30. I just turned 30 March 15th. And yeah, so this is my first interview. I'm kind of grateful that it's my cousin doing it. And I'm really excited. You've been 34 months now. How does it feel? Uh, actually, it's cool. Like, <laughs> I didn't think <laughs> I didn't think it would really make me feel different, but it really did. Literally, the night I turned like 12 o'clock hit. And everybody's like, oh, how old you turn? And I'm like, I turn, I turn. wow. <laughs> so um, everything's been looking up. I feel like doors being opening. I feel like 30 is the year of blooming for me. Um, okay. 
Yeah, things are really just unfolding from within, and I'm watching things like around me, kind of just like, and that's the word that I came up with is blooming. Like I feel like that's dirty for me right now. Wow, that's good. I like that. So with everything blooming, I'm going to get into the questions about the brand of her and Bell as we get closer to the end. But something I want to talk about in the beginning is when did you start um, growing? Like when did the passion first start? When did I when did I start painting? When did the passion yeah. When did when did you just start draw like even drawing and, and painting in the beginning? Uh well initially I have been doing all kinds of arts and crafts and stuff like that since I was little. So um my mom told me that she didn't know she never saw a three year old who could color in the lines. <laughs> so I guess like from then my parents would put me into things that has to do with arts and crafts and things like that kind of went on from there. So since I was a kid. You said, so three years old, you were coloring in the line? Yeah, that's what I was told. <laughs> <laughs> you was neat with it. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> so uh, since coloring in the lines, when did you realize that this is something that you like to do? Like as a child, before you even hit adulthood. When did, when did you realize this is something you like to do? Um, as a child, maybe like elementary school, um, when we would go to the toy store, I, I stopped wanting toys. Like, I wanted things that I could create with. Like, uh, back then, it was these, uh, I don't know what it's called, but it was like color with the dots that so you use this, this bubble paint. Your mom used to buy them for this. <laughs> and we would sit. And oh, the bubble paint. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and like color all these dots. And then, like, I, I wanted like tie dye machines. Every little thing I wanted had something to do with just making something. So that's when I noticed that that was something I really like to do. I didn't care about barbers and stuff. Um, as a teenager in high school, middle school, middle school, I don't think I really cared, but my art teacher recognized something and then sent me to art school. And in high school, I literally skipped almost every class to go to the art class. <laughs> The art room on my project before everybody else. So I, that's when I had things. Like I stepped like full throttle into the type. Because I'm like dishing everything to me. Gotcha. So I didn't know you started using bubble paint. How old were you again? Uh, you we were like seven. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so. Like, go ahead. Um. No, I was just saying we were like dumb young. Like seven, and I can remember me and our cousin Josh like at the table puffing, all of us sitting at the table squeezing out the little paint dots and making fun. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, That's cool. Your mom and my grandma. Got it. So what? Okay. What transcended it? Because then you go to now. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Then you go to more College of Art in the summer. Didn't you do a couple summers there? Yeah, that was uh, like fifth grade. So I was about like ten. And then my art teacher entered me in a contest, a sickle cell contest. My favorite group back then was TLC, and I found out that T-Boss had sickle cell, so I used her as my inspiration. I painted this, well, I drew this paint, this picture of her in the bed and someone by her side reading her book. I got honorable mention, and then that went on to me having um, scholarships to do free art classes on Saturdays in the summertime. 
and from then, so she, so from then, so like middle school, all through high school, my teachers entered me from then on. Like, so every summer or every summer, yeah, every summer I was there on Saturdays taking new classes. And what, around what age did you stop going? Uh, when I graduated high school. Okay. Okay. So with that, do you feel like that was kind of like, within yourself, do you feel like there was a time when you were birthing or beginning what you were doing um, with art? Do you feel like that was the time where it first started? Uh, if I look in the spiritual realm, yeah, but I had no clue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but if I'm being just like regular, I'm like, I don't know. I don't feel like I learned anything. You know, I think it was just, Back then, it felt like just something to do. Like, it felt good. I like to do it. It was fun. That's what I'd rather do. Mm-hmm. I don't think I really understood what was happening or what was being poured into me yet. It was just like, I don't know. I wasn't a normal kid. Like, everybody else was was outside playing. I was, like, on Saturdays there. I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, I guess, like, if, if being an adult now and looking back, yeah, I do think that that was the beginning of, of what it is now. Mhm, mhm. And so transcending into that because I, I, the, what I started thinking about because I have known you all your life, <laughs> <laughs> I started thinking about the aspect of when did you realize that it was a passion? Because I mean, do you consider yourself being a creative soul? Yes. Um, I wasn't ever really looking at it as a passion before because I was into so many things. I wanted to be so many things. I was never really concrete on what I wanted to do and be. I was just kind of wandering. So, and so as you know, I I put it down. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember in high school if I wanted to be like this famous artist. I remember always saying I don't want to be a starving artist. Like, when people say, oh, you should do something with your art. And I'm like, no, artists are poor and hoping people buy their art and they, you know, they don't make any money. And I don't want to be this broke artist. So I was like, nah, like, this is just something that's fun. It kept me out of trouble. It was just fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, from then on, I just, I worked or I went to school and I was doing hair. So I kind of left it alone for a while so I didn't it wasn't that important to me that's it's interesting because um you were very honest with yourself I think even as most young people are um when they realize what can or could can or can't bring them money so you were just like (laughs) I don't want to be a starving artist but you know we realize it because sometimes we want to be things and we don't realize what it can or can't how it can or cannot benefit us so with you saying that I'm I'm wondering when did it transition where you decided to go back and to look back into it? Like you started doing hair. What did, did that, was there ever a connection between you doing hair and then deciding to go back into spending more time doing visual arts? Uh, no, there was no connection. I completely left art alone. Like it was no longer a part of me after my Nana died, after I graduated high school, I like, to me, back then, she was my biggest fan. I could scribble on something, and she would act like, like, <laughs> I deserve this big award. <laughs> um, when she passed away, I took it hard, and I was just like, well, who else am I going to paint for? No one else cares. 
Uh, so I just left it alone. And then, truth, I got uh, I got in trouble in 2004 and had to stay home. I couldn't really do anything. I was really restricted. And my other grandma, uh, who I believe the art, you know, trickled down from, mm-hmm. she uh, she was like, I was really angry. And it was a dark time. You remember, I didn't want to talk. I didn't want to come out the room, nothing. Uh, and she was like, she just brought me these canvases and this paint. And she said, well, maybe if, you know, she's like, you don't ever want to talk or do anything. Maybe if you paint, that'll make you feel better. And I'm like, what? I don't even know how to paint. (laughs) 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 I literally looked at her like she was crazy. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I don't, I have not touched anything with art since high school. Like, no, it's not going to work. Like, whatever, yo. And she she gave me this ultimatum, like, either you do this and try, or I'm not doing anything for you. Like, she wasn't going to bring me no dinner, like, nothing. I'm like, <laughs> how dare you be so petty? <laughs> so like, funny. I was floored. Um, and then um, I just sat in my room. I didn't touch it. Like, I didn't even take anything out the bag for, like, two weeks. Then one day, uh, nothing was fulfilling me, like, Instagram, nothing like I was just so bored. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, like nothing, music, nothing. So, um, I said, well, fine. I knew I felt like, all right, this has to be God. Like you're punishing me. So I said, fine. Um, and I don't know. I really talked to God just like this. I, I said sorry later, but I was like, fine. You know, obviously. This is something you want me to do. And then I opened it and I cried like a big baby for like half an hour because I was so mad. Like, I don't want to do this, but maybe she's right. Maybe this will make me feel better. Um, I understood that God was trying to get my attention. So I felt like, you know, he made it like that on purpose. Like, nothing, it was nothing going to work until I touched that. Um, I did pray and I gave it to him. I was like, whatever you want to do. And I, like, I have not stopped painting since then. Today, that's five years. I was just about to ask you how long ago was it in total? Yeah. And remember when I said uh, high school, I was like, I don't want to be no broke starving artist. Funny how things change because now, (laughs) 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 now I have learned to embrace it. Like I literally will spend, I will have $10 and I'm like, I need more black. Like, and I would literally like, like, what coupons can I find? Or right, 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 right. I will borrow money. Like, I will, I will get my art supplies. And uh, I'm not angry or depressed or like I don't feel how I felt in high school. Like, I feel like there's purpose and like <laughs> I don't want to say broke because like you have what you say, but mm-hmm. being like this starving artist, it it kind of it, it built a lot of character in me. Like it made me hungrier, it made me pull out things inside of me that I didn't know were there. So that 17-year-old who was pissed off, like, nah, you know, at 30, I'm like, okay, this is a part of the process. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's interesting that you said, like, the dynamic fully changed. You just went from, I don't want to be no broke starving artist, and then it's like a dark situation. And one of one of the viewers who's on uh, Facebook Live just said, "Tough love." When you was talking about um, your grandmom also uh, like telling you like this is your you have no option. 
Right. <laughs> like you're not gonna bring me no food. <laughs> he pushed. She is. That was a push to inspire you. Like she pushed you. Yeah. Because to to, to inspire you to want to, and I I. One of the, one of the things I'm thinking about is like when it, when you're in dark moments and it feels like there's no way out or you feel like there's nothing else you can do. It's only when those moments. It's only the push that will help you kind of get out of. Yeah. It's only the like, and then sometimes it's you pushing yourself or somebody pushing you. Yeah, I'm definitely a person yeah. that needs to be pushed. I learned. When did you learn? Huh? I said, when did you learn that? Uh, early, like. <laughs> <laughs> like don't be soft on me because because sometimes I will get in my own way like you know sometimes I let my feelings like like honestly today and I put it up on my Instagram and I was like uh I just I'm having a hard time wanting to paint there is something in me that's that's wanting to but like you know letting my feelings get in the way it's blocking me from actually doing it and then, but I learned for myself, if I push myself, because mm-hmm. someone's not, my mom's not going to push me to do something that I want to do for myself. Like, no one's going to push me to paint. So I'm like, okay, well, you don't want to paint. I guess you don't want to paint right now. But it's something in me that needs to come out. So I learned that if I push myself, it's like, once I start, then I get in the flow of things. When I learned that it just, it's me getting started and then there's no stopping it, then I understood that. But so I learned, like, just get out your own way. Just get out your feelings. That's hard for me because I'm like a big, like, emotional person. So. I just like one of the she says it. Right. So I'm probably going to paint after this because now I feel like, all right, so I did that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I get what you mean. If we did real. No, I mean, well, I'm, I'm saying this to all those who are watching because once again, Shanice is my special guest. This is Renewed Talk for those who are just coming in. If you have never visited Renew Talk ago, uh, before, if you've never visited Renew Talk before, welcome. Um, but this is Shanice, and we've been talking now for probably about 20 minutes about um, art and about what has inspired her. And so um, for those who are just chiming in, I just wanted to share that. And you can always follow us on Instagram or on um, uh, YouTube. So I think that one of the things that had me like interested even more is that when you mentioned that you have to be pushed and I'm like so when you have these emotional moments when you feel like you get in the way what causes you to decide okay this is a moment are there or are there situations or things that occur that make you decide okay I'm going to draw today I'm going to paint today I'm going to like venture off and be creative today um <clears throat> What? <laughs> no, and sometimes it happens with me. Sorry. What I was saying was, is there something that causes you to decide that okay. you want to paint today? What really causes me to decide is weighing my options of what I could do instead. I think that's what it is. Like, I could go to happy hour and just well, talk well. to my girlfriends about whatever I'm feeling, or I can go to sleep. Because mm-hmm. I just don't feel like it. I'm mad. I'm sad. Or, like, um, I'm having a creative block or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, I could just, huh, just forget about it. Or I could just try and see what comes of it. Because 
still pushing through and, and deciding, you know, to see what comes of it. Even if it's something I don't like, I can mm -hmm. change it. But it it does make me feel a little better. Like people say, oh, do you pay? I, I know it's so soothing and I know it's so euphoric. And sometimes it's actually not like sometimes it's nerve wracking. Sometimes I cry. I don't I hate to be vulnerable. So it's like I get annoyed if I'm getting emotional while I'm painting in my own room and no one in here. I don't know why I'm like that. So if, if I'm too emotional, I just don't even feel like dealing with it at all. And I think that's my problem. But what makes me decide to still do it anyway is like, you know what? Because if I still just go ahead and do it, something can come out of this. Like, I'll feel better or I can make some money off of this. I can post it if someone wants to buy it. No, that's true. Any, you know what I mean? But like, if I just go, go to sleep or if I just go out and spend some more money or something like that, like nothing gets resolved. Like, I'm still going to come back. And either way... I'm going to end up paying. So, also, I would, what makes me decide to another thing is what I've seen come come um, of me deciding to go ahead and push through whatever I'm feeling. Um, when I pour my feelings into something, and, like, my over... I'm talking about not even just my regular, like, but my overwhelming feelings, mm. my feelings come out so deep to me. Wow. They come out very deep because... That's when I kind of break down, and and then like I will pray first. Like, I'm 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 pissed off. Lord, help me to make this painting look real. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, or yeah, I ask yeah. him to to help the painting do something for someone else. And uh, and when I do that, I step back like, whoa, <laughs> you did that. <laughs> so I don't know if you remember the painting that I called Orbit, but I sold that one um, to my good friend Troy. And that one was, you were there for those times, but that one was a really emotional roller coaster those those few months. And I didn't want to paint. I didn't want to be bothered. I didn't want to do anything. Like, I literally would go outside and just walk around or just sit outside. Mm -hmm. And then I decided one night, the middle of the night, like 2 in the morning, got on live, and I didn't need no wine or nothing. I was just rocking out. And I can't believe <laughs> so many people wanted that painting. But... Troy got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious to see what comes out of me just deciding to do it. Is I guess to sum all of that up and answer the question, I'm curious to see like well, what would come of this because this is too much. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, it's interesting because I think you shared something right there, like a breaking moment, like when it becomes a breaking moment when you decide I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Um, it's something else that you want to say that I want to have one. Do you find your art as a sense of worship? Uh, it's sometimes. Okay. Okay. Not all the times because sometimes I am in my naughty girl bag, and and this is this is what her unveiled is about. It's about it's 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 about just being real. You know what I mean? There are things that are going to fall off of me eventually as I grow as a woman, and I got a prophetic word about that. Like, don't worry about. You know, somebody judging what you paint or looking at you a certain way because some, you know, people may turn away from certain things because of who you are in the light and things like that. But <clears throat> and me being honest about the things that I feel or the things mm -hmm. that I uh, encounter or the things that I do, whatever, and me being real about those things in my in my art. Oh, you went away for a while. And me being real about those things mm -hmm. in my art. I do believe that I'm growing. I do believe that there are things falling off of me. I do believe that I'm being delivered from certain things because that's my kind of way of like, 
how people write a journal, mm-hmm. like write mm-hmm. it down and throw it away, or like that's that's me getting it out. And so, I guess I would say yeah, a form of worship. But sometimes it's me just like I want to paint, but. <laughs> So I so even so even with you sharing that and how you just saying it, it it sounds like it can be worship. I love how you just shared like it's a, it's a sign of growth. Yeah. Like your art is a sign of growth. And do you ever look back? Okay, it's been five years. You ever look back at a painting from like three or four years ago and like think of where you were at that time when you created that piece yeah. of art? Yeah, I've looked at some paintings. I've covered some paintings and like done them over, done something over it because I'm like I'm not there anymore and I don't want to share that. I don't want anyone to buy it because that was me literally just pouring out and that's not me. And I don't want to um, promote that anymore. Got you. Okay. So, um, again, what her avail is about, it's like things are going to constantly change. So it's like, if you get stuck on the way I paint now, you'll be disappointed and what's to come next. You know, something else may go on in my life or I may go, so I may move, I may move or get mm-hmm. in a relationship or have a baby. Something's going to change, which is me unveiling another part of myself that is going to change my art. Right, right. With every, change in, with every change in me, my art will change because this, my art is me. It's, it's, it's me pouring out. Um, you know, I just feel like if you like it, I'm grateful. If you can relate, I'm more grateful. If you don't like it, I'm not everyone's cup of tea. But it's not about the part that is about other people is me encouraging other women to to um, push past all your limits and your circumstances or anything that you feel is hindering you or holding you back from just doing whatever you want to do or mm-hmm. saying whatever it is that you need to say or being whoever it is that you feel you're supposed to be. Don't let anything hold you back. And that's the part of my art that is for everyone else but the art itself you know what I mean like it's not really it's for me so that's that's what that's about so it's going to always change so I know somebody's going to be like oh you used to always paint this like why don't you paint that anymore because I'm not there anymore I don't like it so I okay so here's my link um We have James Judah Rogers is saying, wow, Jules talking about this is good. Hey, fam. Hey. <laughs> the reason why I'm saying this is because, okay, so I'll share this about us. The fact that um, I, I, of course, sing. And I sing mainly gospel music and sing about Jesus. And Shanice is an art, like, head. <laughs> <laughs> She's creative in a lot of ways. Art is the thing that... that definitely I feel like transports you to another like level but one thing that I find very interesting is just from you saying that why don't you do this anymore you're not there anymore I feel like music is the same way Mm -hmm. and I know you have a huge love for music yeah you already know I'm like why wasn't I a singer huge love for music and so um, it's interesting that you shared it because I think in any level of artistry there's a time when you're like no longer there. So if you write music, your writing may style may change. If you um, if you do anything creative, it can be poetry, spoken word. It can be making clothes, and something like shifts in you. So it's when you just shared it. I said I think that's relatable. Um, 
and it's, uh, it's very transparent, but it's relatable across all, art, all artistic fields. Uh, it's really cool. So one question I did share with you before the show that I want to hear what you have to say about it is, do you feel like you chose art or art chose you? I feel like art chose me, and I accept it. <laughs> <laughs> so why do you feel that way? Like, what is the... Why do you feel like art chose you? Because there was a time where you weren't doing, wasn't doing art. Uh, I feel like art chose me because... I feel like it chose me because it was already there. Like, I really feel like... Like, God, you know, he planted that. Like, how you said, like, mm-hmm. he knew you before you were formed. Your mother's born, you know, like yeah, yeah. that was already there. Like I had, I literally had nothing to do with that. Like nothing at all. Like mm-hmm. I, I could do, I could just do it. I was a kid who could draw or who likes to do stuff like paper. Like me and my grandma would make paper dolls. Um, then from there, like I, I, I literally had no say. Like my parents, then like, they put me in this, they put me in that. You know what I'm saying? When you're a kid, mm-hmm. you don't really get a choice. They saw something, they did this, and then as an adult. When I did have the option, I, I, like, abandoned it. And so then here I am in this place, and, like, I, I wasn't the one who thought of it, and I, I rejected it again. Like, no. What are you talking about? Paint. Like, I don't even, why, why, why was that what you thought of? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I had been out of high school for years. And you're like, oh, maybe if you paint, you'll feel better, huh? You didn't bring me a book. You didn't send me a scripture. You didn't bring me a CD. <laughs> you told me to pay. Like, I was like, what? So I definitely didn't choose it. I definitely feel like it chose me. And when people say, are you uh, are you self-taught? And I say, no, I'm not. Like, I, I believe that this was completely a gift. Mm-hmm. Um I do think that God allows me to move it around how I want. Right. Okay. I hear my mom like you're like only things you do for the Lord are preposterous. So I, I'll switch up again. Like okay, and I'll change you know my directions and things mm-hmm. like that. I'm thankful mm-hmm. that He allows me to explore in it too. Yeah. Um, but no, I didn't choose it at all. And honestly, if I had to do it again, I probably like still wouldn't have because I was not thinking about it. You know, but that's and that's real. Mm-hmm. But that's I, I'm grateful. I, I I don't want it. I don't want it to ever go away. Uh, but if he was to say you gotta let it go, I would like. But like, no, I did not choose art. <laughs> I was that's like, beautiful. what am I'm not gonna make anybody else be broke? <laughs> I stay in the hair salon. I'm like, no way. I'm just gonna be painting. Like this is not. I'm trying to move out. Ain't nobody, don't nobody care about art. They ain't gonna buy it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Art is expensive. Don't nobody yeah. care about no art. Yeah. Art can be very expensive. And it, it, it's interesting that you share all those things, but I've, okay, I can say I've watched you grow and create like a demand for yourself. And not saying like you were demanding, but you kind of created a demand for yourself through social media. Like, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Me so okay. please through social media. So what, I, I wanted to dive more into her unveil, into mm-hmm. your brand, how you're building it, everything, the art shows, all mm-hmm. of it. 
And so what us diving into her unveil, um, tell the people what, you know, what her unveiled is. Uh, as I said before, her unveiled, okay, her unveiled started because, and I had no, I didn't know anything about branding, none of that. All I knew was like, all right, bet, I can paint, what else? Like, and then people were like, oh, you need a logo, you need, I'm like, what? I don't need all this stuff. Like, <laughs> you need a post, and I'm like, oh, but. I was sitting one day and thinking about, um, and, and well, I didn't want to share my art when I first started. Like, I mm -hmm. wouldn't post it. I didn't make a big deal of it. And people were saying, oh, this, the world needs to see this. You're being selfish. Mm. I'm like, I'm being selfish for not showing my mm -hmm. Um, And then, so in that time of being restricted and not being able to, you know, really do anything, I had a lot of time to think. I had a lot of time to reflect, um, to think about some things about myself. And I had noticed, and it, it kind of like broke me down to myself, I noticed that I wasn't comfortable with showing who I really was. Like, like why was I so afraid to show the world that I could paint? I had been a painter my entire life, but no one knew. When I first posted a painting, it was like, who did this? All these years you could paint and right. knew me for all these years and didn't know that I had this talent. And so I'm like, you know what? Uh, okay, fine. You know, I'll show it. And then one day I had this dream. And basically it was this woman and she was all veiled up. And she was veiled and she was like kind of, she, she had a bunch of jewelry on. She was this beautiful woman, but she stayed covered and kind of like timid, like didn't really want to show herself to yeah. the outside world. Uh -huh. and, um, in the dream uh, the Lord told her it's okay you no longer have to hide so that dream was so vivid and I knew that it was prophetic I woke up in the morning I called I told my mom and she was like write it down and, and then like I had it again and then I understood that it was for me like that it was me like cause I would cry like um, okay I would cry and say oh I'm so much more than just a pretty girl like I have mm -hmm. this, I can do this, I can do that. Like, yeah, I can't. Yeah. Like, it's all this stuff about me. And it just seemed like people and guys, like, all they cared about, like, they they were not trying to tap into who I was. You know what I mean? Like, why? I, I remember I was saying, like, why don't people want to go deeper? And then I had that dream. So I, because of that, I would hide. Like, y'all don't really cherish, you know, the inward parts of me. You don't want to really know who I am. So I'm not, I'm just not going to. Right. Mm -hmm. So you got what you got. Like I could be cool and chill yeah, yeah. and fun, things like that, but I wouldn't really open up. And so no, you didn't know that I could paint. You didn't know that I could do a bunch of things because why? And so after the dream, he said, you know, you no longer have to hide. And she pulled the veil back. Mm. Also, mm. also I saw, you know, I'm upset, like I'm gonna get married. Like I dream about my wedding. Oh, <laughs> connected that with I kept thinking about it like huh oh, you don't gotta be afraid you don't gotta show be afraid to show yourself you can take the veil off da, da, da. Mm -hmm. and I saw her at the at the uh altar and unveiling again I kept seeing this every time I turned around something was unveiling and I'm like yo unveiled then so that's all I had is unveiled and then I was talking to my manager at the salon and trying to figure out like how do you get a logo and things like that and we looked up unveiled and it was taken 
Mm, how about that? So I'm like, dang, you know. <laughs> so then I was like, okay. And I was like, well, what, well, what did you have to do? You know, I, I only want that. She was like, maybe you have to put a word in front of it. And we're sitting here, and I'm like, I thought of me, her. Okay. Um, I'm her. <laughs> so I'm like, that her and Bell was me. No, right. So her, her is me, and Bell is me. You know, and so then I came up with, you know what? I'm constantly growing. I'm going to be a new woman. You're a new person every day, every year. You're not the same. Um, and you shouldn't be if you're really striving to be something or someone or mm -hmm. to grow. And so I looked at it like, you know, I'm not the same as I was last year. I'm not the same as I was the year before. I'm not, I don't know who I'm going to be next year. And so I, I, I wanted to stick with something. I wanted to stick with something that would never change. You know, things get old. It don't mean the same thing. But her unveiled was constant. The only thing constant has changed. It was constant. And I'm going to constantly be changing. And so will you. And so that it can relate to other women is why I named it her unveiled. Because, you know, every time you look up, you're going to be like, woo. And they're like, all right, I'm starting to show myself now. I'm being honest. I'm being more transparent. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, letting people connect to things that I've gone through or, you know, what I'm aspiring to do and things like that. I'm unveiling another part of myself for you. I'm allowing you to see me and I will constantly mm. allow you to see me. I will constantly unveil myself, unveil my truths and my, my experiences for other women to do the same thing right. in some kind of way. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like th your purpose is not only for you. No, not at all. And so what, what you're saying, there have any, had there been any testimonials is what they call it. Oh. Like, I'd be like, what? why do you guys feel isolated? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but really, uh, it was kind of mind blowing. Like people, they talk to you. You know, they, your art is doing this, man. Uh, sometimes I don't even tell what the art is about, but I allow, I, I, I allow you to see what you want to see in it. And if it moves you and it's bringing mm -hmm. something down in you, yeah. then that's all I needed it to do. You don't need to know what was behind it. Like, because what I put into it got me turned it around for you into something else. So I just, right. like, I think it's it. And that also inspires me. When other people are inspired by my art, it inspires me. This is good. So I, I, I'm glad you share even the, like the birth experience. I've never heard you talk about the birth experience of your brand uh -huh. um, and how you came. Because how long has it been? Hey, I'm bailed for what? Has it been three years or is it four? I think it's three. Okay. And so now, something that you do that I think is thoroughly awesome. Like when you, so I don't know what you call this. Is there a name you use for this when you sell your art on the street? Street no. art? <laughs> I, well, if there is, I don't know what it is. Grinding. <laughs> <laughs> so how has that experience been for you? Like being down Center City, off South Street, selling art. Like how has all that been? Or even when you, I know you do this live painting on Instagram, but I know also doing live painting at churches and open mics and services. Why was that then? Yeah, well, you asked me what... Um, I asked you two different things. You can answer both. All right. <laughs> first one again. Ask the first one again for me. The first one related to um, going on the street. How old? How old that yeah, how was that experience uh, for you? Because I know you just talked about when pe people uh, are inspired by your work and inspires you. So how was that when you decided to go out 
and just lay all your art out there for everybody to view? Well, my first experience with doing that came from a heartbreak. Wow. And I needed to just get out. I wanted to go outside. And I didn't know what to do with myself at all. So I asked my brother to help me. I had my grandma's car. And we just stacked up all the art. I don't know where I got this from. I just, that's how I felt. And me and him went out and we went to South. And we thought, like, where could we go? That we're going to see a lot of people. Oh, we're in South. So he helped me load up the car, put a blanket down, and stacked all the art up. And I was really fragile that day, but I was determined. I don't know. I just had this determined feeling inside. Like, like I'm not letting this hold me back. Like, but I can do something with my paint, you know. So we went there, and that experience, it was a cool experience. And I was grateful that my brother was with me because it was hard. Like, it was cool, but it was hard. Like, it was character building. Like, um, so people, you know, I have a lot of nude art, but... All of my art is not, I don't consider my art lusty. Um, it can be mm. sensual, but let's mm. be real. We're all adults, we're all, you know, whatever. Like, we not, you know what I mean? But people shy away from things. And the looks that I got, whoop! <laughs> they were so sharp. You know, like people would look and, and would look and just turn their faces away from me. Wow. You know, speak and say hello to people because you know I would just sit there I'm like hi how you doing come check out my art and people you're friendly yeah you're definitely a friend you're a people person but they, all the way they ignored me they turned their noses up some people I did meet a lot of really really nice people and made a lot of connections um but people were hard like kids ran across my art and you know I was, oh. <laughs> <laughs> your mom, mom go ahead to buy that one if you break it. <laughs> um, so in, in, in some aspects, I felt good. Mm -hmm. like, you know, like, whoa, like the sky's the limit. And then, and then like, and an hour later, I would feel low. Like, oh, my God, nobody sees me. Nobody cares. People are mean. Uh, and I cried. And my brother was like, you don't let nobody, you know, make you feel like that. You ain't going to be everybody's cup of tea. It's okay. Right. Um, and so the next time I went out there, I got them same looks. I didn't cry, and I didn't care. Because I was like, that's okay. <laughs> so that experience was cool. I do it a lot now. I love it. Um, shout out to, I can't remember her Instagram name, but my girlfriend, well, she, we're friends now. She was out there, and she, you know, told me, like, that's what, where were the best times to do it, blah, blah, blah. And so that's my little spot. So on really, really nice days, guys, check my Instagram to see if I'm going to the front and south. <laughs> I usually go between 12 and 3.30. Okay. And you, you asked about my experience with live painting at the church. Yeah, pause. Before we go to the live painting, what I find very interesting is though your first experience was crazy and you had done all the crazy looks, you still went back again and again. And oh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm not a quitter. That's why I wanted you to share, like, cause that, cause some people, you know, it can make you decide, all right, well, I'm gonna treat my art, cause art is very, I know it's very personal. All yeah. of our creative, all of our creativity, anything that we create, becomes very personal. So it's just like, wait, what? Mm, I can. Yeah, but so, I also learned, like, everyone doesn't understand, and everyone's not comfortable. It's like them looking away had nothing to do with me. 
you saw something that made you feel a type of way about something inside you. Mm. You don't even know me. You don't even know what this art is about. You don't know anything. You looked at a nude woman and it made you uncomfortable, but it made you uncomfortable for your own reasons because you had the same things that I painted. Mm. So, you know, maybe someone can't look in the mirror and, you know, admire themselves. Wow, that's good. That's good, Shanice. That's real good. Yeah, so, you know, I, I, I understood that everyone is not going to understand. And you're not going to understand also if you don't ask. So everyone's not comfortable with talking about certain things. Everyone's mm -hmm. not. Some people are, you know, in our generation, we're a lot more open with certain things, and everybody isn't. So some people had kids, and they snatched their kids away. I understood that. I'm not a mom, and but I'm an aunt, and I wouldn't let my kids sit and look at all these boobies. You know what I mean? I got it. <laughs> no, that's but, true. So that's true. When I, like you said before, like, and I'm still working on this part of myself, like when you get out of your feelings, mm -hmm. I was mm -hmm. able to understand, you know what? It's, that that doesn't mean stop. If I never went back out there, I wouldn't have made, my first night, I made five cells. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, now nah, I'm not <laughs> Well, I always be mad when the wind is blowing too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, today, I'm about to say, today the wind was crazy down here. Oh, yeah. I don't know what was on the film. Yo. Oh, other question about live art. Because I when did you get into that? When did you start doing live art painting? So actually, to pat yourself on the back, because actually you you kind of sold the seed without really knowing. So when I went to this conference with you. I was surrender. Shout out to yeah, we went to surrender conference <laughs> and was it that time? Well, I met everyone there. Mm -hmm. It was the time I was with you, right? It was. It was. It was yeah, the first time. And Jamel said, the, the crazy thing is, like, it, it's crazy how, like, God really does hear you because um, I didn't tell you, but I was feeling like, like, oh, like, I always want to come to this stuff, but I don't fit in. Like, <laughs> I don't fit in because I'm not a musician. I don't sing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't connect with all this. I'm not no choir. Mm -hmm. And when he said, when he was going to know everyone and say hello, and then he said hello to me, he said, well, well, what do you do? Do you sing? Do you play? And I was like, no. He was like, oh, so you just saved. So you just saved? That was the idea? I said, well, I paint. You paint? I said, yeah. He said, you know what? Would it be good if you painted right on the stage alongside the preacher? And you know what I mean? And he was like, would you do that? Have you ever done that? And I'm like, no, I never did that before. He said, oh, such and such. Take her to the art store, get whatever she needs. And that was the first time. Terrified, okay? And I left you. That was fun. And I left you. Because you did. I cannot believe it. I looked all these people in this church. I said, oh my goodness. But luckily, but the good thing was, even though, you know, I wasn't a musician and didn't sing and stuff like that, I knew everyone. So the, all the musicians made me feel comfortable because I was fake. I was like, I'm turning my back to this church. <laughs> and I was ready, like, uh, you know, they're going to have to trust the process because you get to see me start from scratch. And I'm like, they probably like, what is this girl painting? This little kindergarten painting? And whatever. Uh, yeah, so they, but they was looking at me like, you got this. Come on. So I'm, I'm like rocking out to them playing the music. And I just zoned out. Like I said a prayer, like, oh, my oh, God. And I zoned out and I did it, and it was an amazing experience. I like, I like got off the stage after I was done and just like, 
put down and sit down. He was like, where's the painter? I'm like, oh, me. Crazy thing is, and then that opened the door for me because a few minutes later, someone that was at Syracuse right, Conference, right. I remember they contacted me and they flew me out to South Carolina. They paid for my flight, they round trip, they paid for my stay it's for the weekend. Um, I went to paint at a school, at their school for a senior uh, assembly, and come to find out, the person who put that together was the first lady. And the preacher was like, oh, you stand for church tomorrow? And I'm like, well, sure. Yeah, oh, you know, yeah. Right, right. And then they had two services, so I painted at two services. And so, like. That's crazy. Yeah. So, thanks for always taking me, letting me tag along. <laughs> <laughs> you always would say tag along. I'm like, you're not a tag mom. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was cool. And now, now um it did it, it helped me business wise because now I get paid to live paint. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. get paid by the hour, so that's cool. And a lot of times I do do it just to do it because it's just a cool experience or to help out, you know, the ambiance of the event or whatever. Like I like to do it at open mics and things like that, but yeah. I'm not afraid anymore. I'm I, I still get nervous because people are watching you or coming up to you like, Oh my god, what are you doing? But <laughs> But it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. So somebody, go ahead. <clears throat> no, I finished. Oh, so somebody shouted out here, one of my faithful uh, listeners and viewers, shout out to Don, Reverend Don. He was like, can we see any of your paintings? Is there like one or two or three that you wouldn't mind sharing with people who are watching live? Oh, like right now? Yeah. Oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. Give her a moment, guys, for those who are watching, those who just chimed in. This is Renew Talk with Elaine Janelle. We're live on YouTube and we're also live on Facebook for the first time. Like, I don't go live on Facebook. I think I haven't been on live. I haven't been live on Facebook in like a year. All right. So she's getting some painting. This is Shanice, also known as Slim, with her brand, Her Unveiled. Go. So here's one. Um, she's biting down on a rose. So, like, the rose has been like, bent down on uh-huh. Um, you have a name for this, that one? This, no, not yet, but this comes from, I don't really name all of them, but this one is how I said 30 is me blooming, so like I've been doing a lot of flower stuff lately. Oh, right, blooming. Um, I gotta remember this. This right here, let me see if I can turn it light to it. Yeah. So this is definitely one that they like shied away from, like, oh my god, she's naked. Why? <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah. She's just, you know, she's liberated. She's up in the sky, just, you know, embracing being a woman. Mm-hmm. This one was inspired by Tiana Taylor, uh, a photo shoot that she did. So I kind of took the idea of the way she was standing. Um, my thing with the planets is, um, oh, this is another one. There's not much light, so you can't really see. So sorry. Yeah. No, but the one in the corner, I was about to say, the one in the corner, what is that a picture of? The top uh, above the door. It was just a girl, I guess. I think that was a yoga pose. I thought it was cool. No. Uh, trying to turn it Okay. Oh, wait, I have some more. You want to see? Sure. <laughs> sure. People are watching. <laughs> um, let's see. This is my best friend. She passed away in 2010. Uh, I painted her because her birthday is the day after mine. We always mm-hmm. celebrate our birthdays together. 
And she just was one of my biggest cheerleaders. And so this year I had my art show on her birthday instead of mine. And so I painted her in remembrance. It took a long time. I would not look at her pictures. Right, right. Like, no, like I didn't look nothing about her. Um, but this year was a year and I painted her and it came out dope. Um, all my other paintings are kind of tucked away. But yeah, so, oh, the thing that I was talking about with the um, the planets and like uh, space and stuff like that, is I'm a big daydreamer and sometimes I'd rather be out there in the sky just out there with the stars <laughs> if I had a choice because it just seems so serene. Yes. <laughs> so do share um, everything that you're doing, anything that's coming up. Share your Instagram where people can find you, Facebook, even your her um her unveiled Instagram page. Because I realize that you have a page just for your art as well. Okay, uh, my Instagram is pretty slim. It is P R E T T I S L I I M. Um, my her unveiled page. The link is in my bio, so you can just literally, if you go to my first page, you. Click it, takes you right there. I need to update it. Um, I still put my art on my my personal page, and I don't. I keep everything on my personal page because, like I said, my art is about just who I am. Like everything has to be. So, you what you see is what you're gonna get in the art too. So, um, I don't feel like I have to really filter it out. I have nothing inappropriate on my page. It just all goes into one. Um, I host. Paint with twist, a paint with the twist parties. I do it for adults and kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I go to you. You set up the party. I'm not responsible for your whole setup. Like you put all that together, and then I come with all of the art supplies, and we paint whatever you want to paint. Um, the kids really love it. The adults really love it. Uh, I have a good time. My favorite really are the kids though, because I'm like, whoa, y'all painters are coming out better than mine. <laughs> work on nourishing like whatever talents we see or gifts we see in these that's good. now. That's good. Yeah. yeah. So let's say children. Even yeah, when I want the kids obsessed I want like four. So <laughs> and uh, with the adults we I usually um people have their wine and stuff like that. I give you like twenty minutes to get that in your system so that you get a little loose because all they said, Oh I don't know how to paint. I never paint it. And then yeah. what's then it's like, what? I have all these Picassos. They be lying to me. But <laughs> it's a it's bunch of fun. Good. It's a bunch of fun. I get to meet all kinds of people. I enjoy doing it. Um, every now and then I run out of place and I have, I host them on my own. And so you guys pay and just come to me. And it's BYOB. You can bring your own food and snacks and your own, you know, whatever. Soda, water, wine, whatever you like. Um and so when I do it that way, I set the tone. The tone, mm-hmm. you know, how I want it. You play the kind of music I usually listen to because um, I've gotten a lot of feedback about, like, oh, we love your playlist, your vibe, and things like that. So I give you a chance to experience the way I would do things. <clears throat> Haven't done that in a while, but I'm about to get to it. You can listen. Well, look out for me. When the weather breaks, I'm going to start doing them outdoors. Oh, wow. Kind of, like, pop up so you can meet me where I stay. And then we'll, like, kind of, like, picnic and paint. 
And, you know, so I'll be like, oh, bring your blankets, bring your snacks and all that. And we're going to sit there under a tree and we had music and we're going to paint. So nobody better for steal my idea. Um, we can copyright this recorded here. Look, it's recorded here on YouTube and Facebook first. That's banking up. I like the idea. Thank you. Yeah. And so um, my next solo art show won't be again. I have them every year. So I had three so far and I usually do them in March and March. Is because I used to be sad around my birthday because of my girlfriend passing, but now right. I chose to do things that will uplift me and will be fun. And our show is just that. So this year was my third one for my 30th birthday party. So I'll have it again next year for um, in March again. So that's every year annually. Um, I am working on doing an outdoor art show for this summer. So pray for mm. me. Pray for me. And if I have any sponsors out there. <laughs> <laughs> we, welcome, we welcome all sponsors. Yeah, so it'll be like that. So it'll be fun. We we'll have music and the bands and vendors and food. The only art will be mine, but it'll be a great time. So, you know, Lord willing, that all works out like that. I want to do it at least in like July. So that's all I have going on right now. And that's it. That's so, cool. Like, yeah. Yeah, Roosevelt chimed in. I'm gonna say hi to Roosevelt. Hey, Anybody Roosevelt. Who has chimed on? I'm gonna shout out a few people real quick. Vera, Isaiah, oh Chrissy from Baltimore. I just want to shout out Reverend Diamond, Jackie, Dante, Miss Carol, Lauren. Um, and shout out also Insta Antoine, Mr. Leroy, Rabbi Leroy. I want to shout out my sis. Joel, my brother J- James, also known as Judah. Hey, yo. So many people that have chimed in tonight. Sims and it's Elder Gary. Um, I just want to say thank you so much for checking us out tonight. Jake had to get one. I know he's trying to get back get off, but he's trying to get back on. But um, I just want to say thank you for everybody that's been listening, watching. We'll put up the full episode after a while on SoundCloud. You'll be able to watch it again and listen to it again on um YouTube, not just YouTube, but iTunes. Okay. And Shout out to my cousin Candace who chimed in as well. Um, so we love love over here. That's what we do. Anything you want to share? Your last piece that you want to share? Um, Shanice, anything? Any any words of encouragement for other people who are uh, creative? And Don't are- stop. <laughs> Say it again. Don't stop. Use everything. Like, use literally everything. Use everything. Like, the good, the bad, the the limbo. Like, use all of that. And um, I'll use my mom always says to me. <laughs> Seek ye first the kingdom of God. But guys, really, when you do it on your own, it does not work. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's true. Or, or, or you'll wrong. get something. You'll get something, but it won't go but so far. Right. So it'll kind of be like you wasted your time. So that's something that I'm learning. And just don't give up. Like, And be nice to your support system. And just, like, really be grateful. And, um, uh, oh, also, uh, sorry. (laughs) Go ahead. You don't have to be paid for every little thing. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes it's okay to do a favor. You know, like we get caught up in like, this This is my livelihood. This is how I eat. I can't afford to do this, you know, for free. I can't yeah, afford to do it with yeah. so many favorites, but you don't know what will come of that. And, you know, 
many doors have been opened for me just being a blessing to somebody else. So what's your blessing? Who are you not to share it? So that's my encouragement. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm glad. Oh, you're getting so much love and life. Jewelry. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes. But thank you to everybody who watched tonight and chimed in for new talk. I took the month of March off so I could visit my cousin at our show, but also recuperate with some things. So we are coming back at you with more episodes for 2019. Yay. And I can say this, I haven't said this yet, but I'm gonna say, I gotta speak again. We're gonna do a new talk live with a whole crew meaning we're going to bring it to you live with a stage and with guests and everything, and I'll be coming at the end of 2019. Oh, oh yeah, we're working over here. Oh, it's lit. You know, I work, I'll try to work silently, so anybody who don't watch this video, that's on them. You do tell everything, but we're working through it. So support us, support Harmville, support Renew Talk. Thanks, guys, and have a lovely <laughs> follow us on Renew, on uh, Renew Talk um, on Instagram and also follow us. It's called Renew Talk with Elaine Janelle on YouTube. Have a lovely night. Thanks for checking us out. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. You got to pray. I forgot to pray. Okay. Oh, my scripture in the beginning, but when I put it on um, YouTube, not YouTube, I keep saying it wrong. iTunes. Okay. My scripture in the beginning. But go here. Who? I got to pray. You gotta pray. I pray. I pray all the time. <laughs> so my guests always pray. This is why I be telling people listen to the show when they come. Say goodbye. <laughs> pray whatever. It don't have to be long. You, you don't have to call forth the winds and the waves. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye, yes, please. Yes. Dear Lord, we come to you in the name of Jesus. And I we just thank you for this show. Thank you for Elaine. I don't call her that. Thank you for Janelle. Thank you for the vision that you put inside of her and helping her to bring it forth. Um, I We pray that someone has gotten something out of this interview today. And thank you for taking the videos away. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. My friend's down to my pray girl. I can't. I am not a prayer out louder. Like I'll pray, pray out louder. Hear it out loud. <laughs> that's all right. As long as you pray, that's all right. All right. <laughs>